So I want to talk real quick about shout-outs because I hear shout-outs, but I don't think people quite understand how they work. I'm sure you've gone over this. I know you have. I've heard it. But it feels like it bears repeating because it keep hearing this problem. When you do a shout-out, the only people that can hear that shout-out are other people that follow that station a shout out is not going to introduce your other listeners to the station you're shouting out unless you do a quick shout out and then you do another segment that's not a shout out or other tricks like that not a straight shout out take care this is how a shout out works. Shout out works. Shout out works. This is how a shout out works. All the live long day. Only people that listen to that station 
also will hear the shout out. Only people that listen to the other station will hear that shout out. This is how shout outs work. Shout outs work. Shout outs work. This is how shout out works all the live long day. Only other people that listen to the station will hear your shout out. Shout out. Shout out. This is how shout out works. Shout out works. Shout out works. This is how shout out works all the live long day. Shoot to. Shoot to. Shoot to. This is how a shout out works. Shout out works. Shout out works. This is how a shout out works all the live long day. Only people that listen to that station also will hear the shout out. Only people that listen to the other station will hear that shout out. This is how shout outs work. Shout outs work. Shout outs work. This is how shout out works all the live long day. Only other people that listen to the station will hear your shout out. Shout out, shout out. This is how shout out works. Shout out works. Shout out works. This is how shout out works all the live long day. Shoot to, shoot to, shoot to. Hello, Abe. How are you doing? Um, I just wanted to call in and let you know that it's okay to be humble, buddy, but. Please, don't tell people to stop what they're doing and listen to another station. No, you have value. You are amazing. I want to hear more. I know you're busy. So do the amount that you can handle. But you're a great at everything that you do. You are amazing at curation. You are amazing voices. I wish that I could pick a celebrity and then do that voice. I wish. Okay, so we're in line for PSX. First official day, Saturday. We're in line and my was moving. Now it has stopped. Let's just sit here and listen to the ambient noise. The line.
Okay, um, I tried to open Anchor and I saw something I never saw before. It w it said, uh, it looked like the app was, um, you know, kind of grayed out and it 
like it was uh, downloading an update or something. But at the bottom, it said cleaning. Is that something new with uh, iOS? So that, that was interesting. I'll have to look into that later. Alrighty. My PSX. I'm going to make another second about that. Okay, bye. Okay, so PSX is pretty cool. There's plenty of room. Um, I wish I would have remembered or had it be clear in the email or, or something. You need to download this app to, to, to make reservations for demos, which seems really efficient and great, but now, of course, all the demo times are taken, uh, but luckily, 2 o'clock, it's going to open back up for demos, uh, reservations, and then I'm going to um, try to do some, not everything takes a demo, but a lot of things, or uh, appointment, but a lot of things do. So I'm going to, I have an alarm set, and try to get in, get some reservations. I have a 2 o'clock alarm set, and a 10 o'clock alarm for tomorrow. 10 p.m. alarm to set a reservation. I guess it's part of uh, doing this last minute, prepare. How early I could have run the reservation maybe yesterday. Yesterday at 10 Well, it's all part of the learning experience. Alright, check back in later. Okay, I'm just going to report some ambient noise from PSX. Enjoy or skip. That's the power that's scope they are in. In the right hands, look at that. They were like just anticipating being able to run up the steps, but they can't now. Oh, Moscow does take a lot of damage there. This is not a fight that's going to be looking good for them here. 25 players remaining, though. They're going to have around three members that are going to be sitting at around half health, but they are going to be able to get the kills. This guys, this drop down. One thing that is just, they, they definitely need me here is some explosive. They have a couple of hand grenades, but no rocket launchers, no grenades. They, they all, the thing there is they all stay alive. As long as they have enough med kits to get themselves to 75, is they're going to have their full team available to them. Uh, Dr. Lucas, that's the... Uh, oh, that is that is some lucky... Right? If, if, that, if they can get that drop, I it has a grenade or a, a rocket launcher, that's going to put them in the As long as they can keep eyes on the plateau, so this way they can ensure that no yeah. one's going to be you know, pushing up from where they were shooting before. So long as they can keep that area nice and locked for them, they can easily get that, that crate. They should be fine with that. Uh, that's, that's a, uh, that's a, no, they are, just trying to, he has that directional jump pad, which is something I think is a little bit underutilized, but I think Myth right now is just sort of being a distraction, being a bait for the rest of his team. He has a lot of resources. He does, I think he's just trying to, uh, make time for the rest of his team to, 
uh, either beat on where those shots are coming from and then strikes the punch. Yeah, and you can also just keep burning their ammo there as well. Uh, pretty solid. Okay, well, this is the interesting position for our competitors to be in. There's going to be 18 competitors left in the field. So let's see how our team come out on top. Let's go into a listening. I might just go heavy. Can I go heavy? I'm gonna have to do some help. Oh, man. Yeah, there's those two people over there. I think that's my job. Oh, with those? With those? Oh, He's right under here, right? I want that. The second guy? No, that was the best one. I'm just gonna finish that dude real quick. Alright, I'm gonna play for these guys on the west side. There was one outside as well. Careful, Luke. Okay. There's a full
saw I'm in line for a photo op with Snyder. Just decided. Why not? Let's do some photos. Need some proof that I was here, man.
you'll be able to go into uh, our, our creation here and you'll be able to choose something to make. You've got stories, showcase maps, collection characters, sound effects, instruments, music, attractions, models, animation, visuals, effects, loads of things. And you're like, mm, I want to make a, an effect. So you go to the effect thing and you go to watch and learn and there'll be some tutorials for you guys. They'll be like, you know, and we don't really want to think of them as tutorials. They're more like uh, play experiences where at the end, hopefully you've learned something. They should be like really fun to play as well. Like I just jump into like characters here, browsing remix characters, and like that's just like some of the characters that we randomly made in the office, you know. So you can make loads and loads of stuff. It's really really good. Cool. Um, so we touched on the home space really quickly. How big is the home space, and can you have more than one? Ah, also a very good question. The home space is as big as any level in in Dream. So in fact, if you made the level. You could just make that your home space if you wanted to. It's up to you. It's just like a, a level that's outside the main room. So I can actually go over here and I can build off into the distance if I wanted to. Or I can make it nice and small. It's, it's really up to you. And you can have more than one home space. You can have like different uh, themes that you can go to and you can say which is your, how your theme today. I'm thinking like sci-fi or noir. <laughs> Okay, so I'm leaving the show for to go get something to eat and do uh, What's Good Games Meetup over at Enfuse and I'm trying to follow these GPS directions. Alright, wish me luck. Aha! It's like one of those things where you're not quite on the path. You're like walking parallel to the path. Continue on Transit Plaza, then in 90 feet, take a right. Ah, getting closer to the actual path. Yes. Like take a right on Transit Plaza, then in 450 feet, take a left. Yes, this is good. My estimation, well, it starts at 130, it's 114. Um, started out a few minutes ago, and so it was going to take 18 minutes to walk there. So... The original calculation was I was going to get there two minutes early, but a little hiccup at the beginning of the GPS because it was loading and it was like, I'm like, was it moving and I'm like, am I walking in the right direction? But I think it's synced up now. Like, the uh, roads don't... Comment, uh, you know, don't take in the count sidewalk, so it's like I'm a little bit to the right of the road, just a tiny, tiny bit now, which is kind of interesting.
Everything is synced up to cars. Take a left, then in 450 feet, take a left on Southwest Street. All right. Oh my goodness, it's so hot outside. You know, Southern California is a desert, so it was cold this morning. I've been inside for a few hours, starting about 10.30. Now it's one something and it's really hot. But I took off my sweater. I got a free shirt in my grab bag that they give you. Pretty cool PlayStation tote bag. And, and then I got, I bought a Able Gamers uh, t-shirt. It's pretty cool. I'll post a picture on Instagram of it probably later. Yeah, you definitely should follow me on Instagram as well on GameJumperX. Open to the public. Anybody can follow me. Since I'm doing cross promotion, you can follow me on Twitter, GameJumperX. You can subscribe to YouTube. Actually, watch the videos. That's A A R O N T R A. Yes, just like. My anchor station, except... Take a left no on radar. Southwest Street. Then hey, in 700 feet, me. take a left on Orangewood Avenue. That's, that's, a problem. that's the problem with AI. They're not going to take over the world. This is just going to be rude. Interrupting your narration. Anyway, what I was saying is... My YouTube channel is Aaron Tra. But not radio, because it's video. Maybe I should change it to Aaron Trop Video. No, I'll just keep it. Alrighty. 0.5 miles away. Walking.
Good, good. How are you? Good. Congratulations on everything. Nomination, what's good games. Thank you so much. Kind of funny. Games Daily is awesome. Games Daily is Oh, I'm 
it's like a little map that actually takes all the like the box one? Box one? Yeah. So I don't know the box is that the box so smooth um, the graphics were amazing 
it was really challenging to go against another player. He was good. He had played Farpoint before. Um, you spawn enemies that goes, go after your opponent, and you also can shoot your opponent with a variety of pretty cool weapons, and your opponent is spawning enemies to come after you as well. <laughs> Bugs and Big Mac and flying, scorpion-looking things. Yeah, it was really cool. And then, at the end, um, they asked us if we wanted to be interviewed. So, we both said yes, so we got interviewed. I don't know if they'll use it or not, but you might see me up on uh, PlayStation channel, blog, YouTube channel, I'm not sure. So, that, that was really cool, so I'm just walking around, ready for my next appointment. I got uh, Gran Turismo Sport, it's a little over, let's see, it's about an hour from now. So it's not enough time to go check into the hotel. This hotel is like 25, 25-minute walk. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, we're really having a lot of fun on at PSX. I'll check back in later. Bye. Dark clouds will gather
Siegel, you're the writer and director of The Last of Us. All right. Yeah, the thing with songs is you can take them literally or they're a metaphor for something else. And just like everything else we're putting out there, we're not going to say a whole lot about that song. Okay, but is it literal or a metaphor? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Okay, um, okay, cool. Just two real quick questions. Uh, is Joel dead? And when is, uh, when is the game coming out? Uh, <laughs> Friends and family that I've made through this game, even 
the upside of the games that, that's changed my life. So, um, returning to this is just the best thing ever. Like, I just had, you know, when we finished the first game, I was bugging Neil all the time. Like, well, is there going to be a second one? What are we going to do it? What's it going to be about? So finally, when he, you know, sort of gave me the pitch for it the first time, and then again, Howie and Neil gave me the pitch, and I was just sobbing. You know, not just, I just because I joy, joy, and just so excited to be back in it, and um, it's, I'm so excited about this one. Do you feel like playing Ellie has helped? Or do you feel like it's had a, an effect on, on your personality, your perception of self? Like, are there aspects of her character that you wish you emulated, or aspects of her that emulate you? Hmm, that's a good question. Well, I I actually feel like Ellie is the closest character to me as a person than anything I've played. I don't know if maybe that's why I feel such an attachment to it. Um, I mean, but also because you, I mean, when you work on a video game, you're working on it for years, and it's the first time that I've had that experience before, but um, I don't know, I feel like through that time, it's impossible to not sort of weave into each other and become, become one. Wow. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a special and cool thing to yeah. be something for that long. So can you like shoot a bow and arrow super good? Well, <laughs> I can't, but I actually learned after the game because um, some good friends of ours, uh, Patrick and Jenny, maybe they're watching somewhere, maybe not. Maybe they'll see it later. Maybe it's home. Doesn't matter. But they're elsewhere. Um, they, <laughs> um, they're actually amazing. So we've been, you know, they've completely shot, taught me how to shoot and. Um, Turns out it's actually pretty fun. Yeah. And I love it. So I have my own bow now. And it's I, I, I love it, but that's just that I, I think maybe I'm slowly melding into Ellie, which is a little scary. Probably not gonna kill anybody, but who knows? Mm -hmm. Yeah! Let's so just try and get through the rest of this panel, keeping that true. Uh, so oh, then Neil's gone. <laughs> uh, and you're slowly becoming Ellie. Oh my goodness. But I know we've been talking here, it's poor little Hallie in the corner. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, Hallie Gross is now a co-writer, uh, part of The Last of Us 2. Like into reality, 
do you feel like, is it just as exciting as an experience still? It's a daunting experience, you know? Um, you have this like very, like this amazing thing and you're like, I don't really hope I'm not this. Well, you will get the scapegoat. I promise yes. you. If the game sucks, everyone will blame only you. I mean, that's gonna happen on Reddit. Yeah. Potentially fake. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you think that she's around again? <laughs> <laughs> I don't write anything because I'm just with Token. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You don't let her be our computer. Well, what was awesome with Hallie is like, I remember the first one. I know you can't. I know the dead Yeah, you can't. Uh, <laughs> get used to it. We got, we got 38 minutes to try and hope somebody slips up. Oh, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it.
Uh, compared to the first hint of this one, what are the facts that we all know? We know it's been confirmed that Ellie is now 19 in the second game, correct? Correct. Correct. And then you also said that, I just feel like I'm personally angry in this guy. Uh, you also said that the first game is about love, and this one is about hate. Correct. Cool. You want to like elaborate on that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we put out a, a, a trailer in, in the Paris Games week recently. Um, oh yeah. Oh my God. I assume has anyone in this room seen that trailer? It is a visceral, violent, continual scene that I actually think we should watch right now.
left. Stuff, but I 
pretty much went into it and knew who I was going to play. So. Very cool. Yeah. I wish I knew who you were going to play. <laughs> and then how about for you, Victoria? Um, actually, my mom was the one who actually found out about this game. It was a code name at the time, so it wasn't even the last of us. Um, and we, together we went into my agent about it because we knew that this character was like something um, that I, 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 I felt connected to. Like I really felt attached to her. Um, I just like, read her character description. I know that's insane, but um, yeah, we went in and I did a, I did self tape, and then maybe two weeks later a call back, and that's when I found out that it was less than so, Yeah, that's awesome. And then I know you guys were also in, uh, involved in the design of the characters. Um, I actually think I can image of two characters side by side. Is there one that we can? Yes, the power. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So you guys, you guys look related, maybe siblings. Yeah. Yes. Is that true, yeah? That is true, yeah. yeah. The cool thing is, like, um, like Ashley and Troy and, and, you know, and Laura play characters that don't look like themselves. This is one of the few times we've done digital doubles, but because we know these characters are siblings, we actually kind of blend their features together to, like, really make them feel like they come from the same lineage. Yeah, I'm checking it out. I think you guys did a pretty good job. Speaking of Laura, I'm sorry. Hey, uh, hi. Hi. How's it going? Okay. <laughs> so, you, um, a lot of people call her Mystery Woman. Um, I have a couple of more names too. I like it. Uh, if we can get a picture of her, uh, Lady Hammer. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, the Gun Show. Uh, yeah, yeah. And Casual Butch. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Yeah. You can't you confirm. I can see that, right? Yeah. yeah. 
too, is, so I guess I've waited. I, I'm not, I haven't waited as long as everybody else has. But are you guys nervous at all? And maybe I just kind of want to ask you to do individually. Um, when you go into creating the second half of such a large enterprise, are you nervous about the reactions that you're going to receive? Are, are you excited for that? Troy? Troy? Yes, sir. Um, here's something that the last of this taught me is um, this a story like this requires a, a higher level of trust and faith more than any other any project I've been a part of really that any other opinions come out for sure. And that's all the places that everybody who plus this thing um, operated in. Is we well we when I found out what the ending was gonna be I knew that people were going to be on one side or the other. Neil knew that. He and I discussed this. It's like, people are going to love it or they're going to hate it. But what we don't want is for people to just be like, and ambivalent. And it's the same thing here. If, if we go into this thing making this something that we hope that people will like or that people will believe is as good as or it's better than or it still feels like, then we're not making the game that we're supposed to be making. So all of us are just kind of keeping our heads down and trying to tell this story and we told that story. Um, and now this is where we are. So it's, it's kind of the same moment of walking out there. It's like, look, we're just going to be out here to speak truth. Um, it's, it worked out well for the last time. I think it's going to work out well for us this time. Yeah, I think that's great. I'm going to clap for you. Just because, I mean, in a good way, just because, like, there's so much to live up to. Like, you know, these two are my best friends, and so, you know, when I even went into audition, I was dying on the inside because I wanted it so bad, and, and then to get cast and to know that, that then I have to live up to the performances that you gave and the writing you guys are providing is just... Um. <laughs> yeah. Right? 
but uh, you just have to lean into that fear and just say, you know, we're doing something we believe in. And, and the hard thing that I was getting to is there's going to be fans of the first game that aren't going to like the second game. And that we have to be okay with that. There's going to be people that just never played the first game, are going to love the second game. And all we have to do is be, all we can do is be true to ourselves and keep making what
the the scene you see her with her, she's got the helmet on, and little, there, there's a camera that's like six inches away from her face, it's capturing yeah. all of the face, and then that weird suit that we wear is capturing all of the, the body data, and then they have two mics, which I think I that was one of the first ones that I know to do that, because start screaming, so they wanted to make sure that we don't have to redo the, the scene because the audio got blown out. And so it really became a way of let's get everything together at the same time. Yeah. That's how you can get a scene like a one continuous shot of someone being hung, yeah. hanged, whatever.
so he felt a little more comfortable and he walked us through, and I think it was about 45 minutes to an hour to just walk us through, this is going to be the last of us. And they said, you want to take a break? I'm like, sure. And she and I walk outside and just, I think, breathed for the first time in an hour. And I looked at her and I said, do you realize that if this thing sucks, it's because of us? <laughs> because it's so good. And man, I think about all the days between that and this. And more than anything, it's, it's for me, it's been, uh, we all want to make a game that we want to play. But there's nothing like going literally the world over and being at a convention or something and having someone stand in front of me or in front of Ashley, uh, in front of Neil, and just can't, they can't find the words uh, to be able to express what this game has meant to them and for them and the times that it's carried uh, them through. And for me, it's the reason why I play is because if Joel and Ellie can get through that, I can get through Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now we have an adjacent piece, so you're starting to see like a flow 
like come together, but um, you're still kind of going blind, just like hoping it's all going to coalesce into this amazing, amazing experience. And the game is big. Yeah, it's very. You wrote a big game. It's big. Don't. I definitely think game together. Both are scapegoats. I would say, and I, I will tell you guys this. Uh, I have had the incredible privilege of seeing some of the game. Oh. Yes. These eyes, them keepers. And it has. I mean. I wish I, I wish I hadn't signed the NDA. It has blown my mind. It has somehow simultaneously exceeded expectations and then set new ones. And I believe that we know a time and day you guys will be able to see that. Will we? Right now. Right now. Right now. I was trying, like, it's, it's important to, like, we keep people in suspense about where we're going to show stuff or not show stuff. Uh, what you saw, I'm glad that you liked it, but it's still very rough around the corners where we're working hard. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> rough stuff, guys. It was awesome. Go on. But when will my friends here be able to do that, too? E3 
Hello, everybody. So I just got I just got a big break. Um, I went to uh, a demo of a VR game called Moss, and I asked, you know, is there appointments? Is there a line? And he said, Oh yeah, there, there's appointments, and it's all full, but sometimes people don't show up or something. And then he's like asked. And I was able to uh, squeeze in um, and play Moss for the PlayStation VR. Oh my goodness, it was so amazing. <laughs> You're like helping and controlling this little mouse character. Um, it's like third person, but it's like, you're just like in the world and manipulate puzzles um, with this glowing orb and control moss, little mouse around. Um, yeah, it was just so good, so amazing. And I'm really uh, wanting to get a PlayStation VR after playing these demos. I can see why people are, uh, people that play PlayStation VR and VR are saying that this is definitely the future. This is just, this is not 3D, this is uh, total immersive. Yes, so here, PlayStation Experience 2017, and talk to you later.
Okay, so I um, got to play Star Child. It is a PlayStation VR. Yeah, it was really, it was really cool. Um, you control this little uh, lady that's just a couple inches high. Um, and you're moving probably a little bit taller than Moss the Mouse. Um, that other game, but uh, it was pretty, it was really, looked really good, um, but in this demo, you could only make the character move, like, um, even though it's 3D, you could only move, um, kind of like, right or left, in the part that they showed, but there's puzzles you have to solve, and then, like, objects and uh, it was breathtaking and really really cool but the moss demo was a little bit better just because you could move moss around in more than one direction um, but uh, that's just early and it's just a demo so you might be able to move uh, the star child more in the future but um, even if you could only move it right or left, the whole game, it, it, had, it seemed like it would have enough to it, with the puzzles, and the environment, and stuff. Uh, really well done. Yes, uh, should, should not be playing PlayStation VR games, because I am 
really tempted to just put one on my credit card, you know, and buy one for myself. Alrighty, so that was Star Trial for PlayStation VR. My impressions at PlayStation Experience PSX 2017. Okay, take care. Hello, everybody. So, I left the floor, show floor a little bit early because I was getting tired. I had to get check into the hotel. So, I'm laying on one of my beds at the hotel. <laughs> I got a whole room to myself because I want privacy and I did this as a last minute and I'm at a hotel because it's really not that far from the convention center. 1.3 miles I think it was. Yeah, so pretty fun first day of PSX. Got to play cool PlayStation VR demos and go to a meetup, meet some Andrew Renee and Christine Steimer, Vaughn Nerd, and everybody at the What's Good Games, and meet up and got to meet, see people again that are kind of funny fans, which is another YouTube, Patreon channel, and um, you can tell from my voice I'm a little tired, my feet hurt, but it was a good day. Oh, I also got to meet Andy Cortez of Kinda Funny, and I can't remember if I, I think it was the first time I met Joey Noel. Um, yeah, I think so. I think so. And we got to say hi to Greg Miller again. I don't think he really recognized me, but I don't expect him to. But he recognized my kind of funny shirt. <laughs> yep. And so it was a good day. Alrighty, everybody. Have a good night.